0: Welcome to the Asbury Free Methodist broadcast, where today we will be listening to this week's sermon by Pastor Brent Russell. I love New Year's Day. It's like a great reset, right? You get a chance to think, okay, well, get a, a new opportunity. We're moving into a new a new place, and so uh, I'm glad to be able to to share New Year's Day with you. And New Year's is not only a time when we, when we turn over a page in the calendar, we, we actually turn over the whole calendar and get a new one. And it feels like a new start. Some people make New Year's resolutions, although few keep them. But it feels like a great time to reevaluate our lives, and so I'm going to help you do that this morning. Um, Andy Stanley, in his book, uh, The Principle of the Path, opens with a story of when he was 19 years old. He and a friend had driven to a city a couple hours away. He lives in Atlanta, and and, uh, they'd driven a couple hours away, and they they told their parents they'd be back at midnight. Time got away from them. It's 11 o'clock, two hours away from home, got one hour to make it back. And so they thought, hey, you know, we're running late. Maybe we should take a shortcut. So the shortcut consisted of this freeway that had been under construction for a couple of years, and it was paved and, and everything like that, uh, but it still wasn't open to the public. Uh, the road was paved, it, it was finished, except the lines weren't on the road, and the guardrails weren't on the, the road, so, you know, they drove around the barrier, and, and, and they were clipping down the road and, and for a while, and, and, and they were gaining time. Uh, there was no traffic, it was clear sailing, it was pretty sweet. They turned on the tunes. They were singing at the top of their lungs. They were just going for it. And it's an adrenaline rush when you're kind of traveling a pathway that nobody else is. And uh, so, and you're doing what you're not supposed to be doing. So they, they were singing along and suddenly a car appeared in behind them and all they could see were the lights. They started to sweat. They thought, oh, it's the police. But All the car did was follow, and followed, and followed. Again, they were making pretty good time. They figured that, well, the person behind them must be taking the shortcut too, and uh, it's always nice to have a little bit of company. And so the car just followed, but finally the the car pulled out to pass and, uh, and tried to wave them down. And now they got thinking, and they were really scared. Okay, here we are in the middle of nowhere, and this stranger is waving us down like a madman. Uh, yeah, this doesn't look too good. This is this is down in Alabama, right? Yeah, gun laws. Um, and then they, they they got a closer look, and there was actually two people in the car, and one of them looked to be 17 or 18 years old. So yeah, uh, and, and a girl. And, and so they pulled over. They thought about running it, but they figured their beater car wouldn't do it. And um, people tracked them down, and you know, it's obviously when they pulled over that these people were on a date. And, and, uh, and before they could say anything, he says, what are you doing out there? Probably with a little bit more colorful language. And, uh, and then the driver informed them that just a mile ahead, um, the bridge was only partially built. And if they would keep on going at the speed they were going, they would fly off the end of the bridge, and there was nothing underneath but swamp. Um, and his friend end up having to turn around, backtrack, finally get on the right road, and safely got back home, and he said he never told his mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you're driving on a road you're going to get to where that road takes you. If you're driving on a road that leads to a swamp, and you keep driving on that road, you're going to end up in a swamp. The same road leads to the same place every time. You know that. It's not dependent on your IQ. It's not dependent on your education. It happens irregardless of race or uh, race or creed or color. The same road leads to the same place every time. You know that, but you might not have thought about it um, in this way. What is obvious in the world of geography is also true in other areas as well. What is true geographically is equally true relationally, financially, physically. Academically, there's a parallel principle that affects parenting and dating and marriage and emotions and health and a whole host of other areas as well. The principle of the path is one that you can discover but you can't break. It explains why some people achieve their dreams and others don't. Many have admirable goals, but they end up far away from them. Relationally, financially, educationally, emotionally, spiritually. Some achieve the goals, some don't. And whether they achieve those goals depends on the principle of the path. Living out of the principle helps you avoid regret. Living against the principle puts you in the swamp. The road you're on If you keep on going on the road you're on, it's going to take you to where the road goes. Over over my lifetime, I've talked to a lot of people whose life has gone off the rails, financially, emotionally, relationally, physically, spiritually. What what they have in common is they'll come to me and, and they want a solution to the problem. They want a way to fix what has gone wrong you know, oftentimes I wish I had a magic wand uh, to fix people, but I don't. And, but the reality is that many of the people are where they are because they have chosen to travel on the road that they've traveled on. Um, if they want to be somewhere different, they don't need a solution. What they need is a, a different pathway. For instance, my husband and wife come to me with, with marriage issues. Um, I'm pretty sure that, that they have not arrived in this place overnight. Uh, they've, they've been traveling down this pathway for a long time, and, and now they found out that, well, the bridge is out and they're in the swamp. Yeah, they, they may need some triage to get them out of the swamp, but... Um, what they really need is to choose a different pathway. They need to choose a pathway where their conversations aren't all about blame. They need to choose a a pathway that fosters attachment to each other rather than pushing each other away. they are going to have to choose a pathway pathway where um, passive aggressiveness and and withdrawal are, are replaced with engagement and acceptance of the other person. Those things are pathways to be lived out one interaction at a time. Those things are not solutions you implement and are done with. Some will come to me with financial hardship. It's likely that the financial hardship has been exasperated by some unexpected crisis. Hard times, though, and hard economic times often expose the pathway we're on rather than uh, cause the stuff that we're in the middle of. You know, we we live without margin, we go into debt for things we don't need. We we have bad habits that cost us over time, and and the pathways led us to the swamp. And yes, we, we may need to triage the immediate problem, but what's really needed is to choose a different pathway. A pathway where you, you don't buy non-essentials on credit. A pathway where you, you spend less than you make. A pathway where you make hard choices now, so, so down the road, you get to, on the path towards where you want to be. That's the principle of the pathway. For those of you who have come to know jesus and follow jesus you said lord forgive me of my sin come into my life i want to follow you um, you understand that our salvation is based on grace by faith right grace is god's unmerited favor unearned we 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 have been given it it's a it's a gift it's not something we deserved. it's not something we have worked for we've received mercy Uh, And mercy, by its very nature, is not something you deserve. We are immersed in a love-based faith. One of the first things you hopefully learn about God is that God is love. Uh, In fact, if you were to boil down God's character, it it would be holy love. Uh, God's love is, is so great that... He couldn't love you any more than he already does. He just loves you as you are. God's love so good that even when we go wrong and take the wrong way and do bad stuff, God doesn't love us any less. That's a grace-based, love-based culture. And that's right, and that's good, And that's who we are as a people and as a church and as followers of Jesus. But many people seem to make the jump from there to the idea that, well, if God's going to love me no matter what, then it really doesn't matter what I do. God's gracious. God's good. He'll forgive me. Therefore, what I do doesn't really have any real effect. After all no matter what i do he's not going to love me any more or any less so it doesn't really matter what i do right not it's true that god's love for you doesn't depend on, on your your actions towards god what you do doesn't affect god's attitude towards you but it does affect you grace precludes earning you can't earn grace but it doesn't preclude effort. You are as close to God as you want to be. Many of the promises of God are conditioned on our response to the initiatives of God in our lives. Yeah, what you do matters. Your pathway, your spiritual pathway, what you do matters. After living the Christian life for a lot of years, I can tell you this, you're going to encounter God along the way, you're going to have mountaintop experiences, you're, you may experience God in different church services, or just the presence of God is so real, or, or maybe it's a retreat, or a conference, or, or something happens, and, and it's amazing, and God seems so close, and, and it's wonderful when that happens. But the quality of your spiritual life will not be dependent on those experiences. The quality of your spiritual life will be defined by the path you choose in your daily life, your daily decisions to connect to God, your daily decisions to worship God through what you do and how you turn your heart towards God, Your daily decisions to to love others. Those daily decisions, that pathway, is what will determine your spiritual life. This is why we put so much emphasis on discipleship around here. It's not the big events that change your spiritual life so much as the path you choose to walk on. Daily choice of connecting with God by His Spirit, through His Word. Now, Many of you understand what I'm saying is true, and you are going to get to where the pathway you're on takes you. That's not only true geographically, but it's true in most other areas of life as well. I also want you to know that this is what God's word says as well. Galatians chapter 6 Do not be deceived. You know if you sow corn, you're not going to get turnips, right? If you sow tulips, you're not going to get a sunflower. You know if you don't sow to an education or an apprenticeship, you're not going to get a degree or a license. You know if you don't sow into building relationships, that uh, you'll reap loneliness. You know, if you don't sow into your spiritual life, you won't reap from your spiritual life. You know, if you you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. It's the principle of the path all over again. You're going to get to where the path takes you. You're going to reap what you sow. And this principle is all over Scripture. Job 4, verse 8. I have observed those who plow evil... And those who sow trouble, reap it. Jesus said, do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged, and with the measure you used, it will be measured to you. You sow trouble, you reap trouble. You sow judgment, you reap judgment. Luke chapter 6. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. You sow condemnation, you reap condemnation. You sow forgiveness, you reap forgiveness. You sow generosity, you reap generosity. The principle of the path. You're going to get to where the path takes you. You're going to reap what you sow. I have a fairly good sense of direction when I'm driving. Um, my daughter, though, is directionally challenged. She could get lost in a cul-de-sac, um, yeah, you know? But she was born at the right time. She has a cell phone and a data plan, so, uh, you know, she, she can get to where she's going. Unless her batteries run out in her phone, right? Then she's lost. Here's the thing, when, when she gets lost, it's, it's not like she's trying to get lost. And it's not like um, she gets lost, uh, when she gets lost, she's... Well, when she gets lost, she doesn't realize the exact point of when she got lost, right? It's just like she's driving along and, where am I? I remember we got a phone call from her before she had figured out GPS and, Dad, I'm not sure where I am, but all the signs are in French. Um, Yeah. Yeah the same when we take the path of life, right? We don't take them meaning to end up in the swamp. Uh, we don't take them with, a, with the goal of getting lost. We, we just take them because, well, we're not paying attention. Or we take them because it's more fun to drive an unmarked highway. Today is, uh, is New Year's Day, and it's a great day to ask a question. Is the road I'm traveling on going to get me to where I want to go? Is the path I'm on going to get me to the place I want to be? Is how you treat your spouse going to get you the marriage you want? Is how you treat your body going to get you to the body you want? Is how you treat your finances? Going to get the stability you want? Is how you treat your soul going to get you the soul you want? Um, is where you are setting your mind going to get you the mindset you want? Are the habits that you have developed going to get you to the place you want to be a year from now? Those are good questions. My guess is that you can answer, yeah, to many of them. There's probably one or three areas where you say, no, I'm not going to get to where I want to be if I keep on doing what I'm doing. And, of course, you know if you keep on doing what you're doing, you're going to keep on getting what you're getting. There's a great co- gospel word, although it's picked up negative con- connotations, which is unfortunate, but has to do with what we're talking about. Um, the word is repentance. The idea of repentance in a Christian sense is you're, you're moving in a direction that is not in line with God. You know, let's say God is the door right there, and, you know, we could be walking that way. Well, we need to repent and turn all the way around. Or if God's the door there, and you start to head towards the window there, well, you're still going to miss him. It's not a 180 degree, but you're off kilter. You're not going to get to where you want to go. Repentance is changing direction, so you're headed towards God and where you want to be. It's also very appropriate in terms of the pathway you choose. So what do you do when you find yourself on the, on the path it, and you start to realize the path where I'm, that I'm taking is not going to get me to where I want to be? Well, I'll tell you this: the answer is not to make another New Year's resolution. Uh, I'm going to lose, learn another language. I'm going to lose 50 pounds. I'm going to save more money. I'm going to, you know, fit in your uh, blank. Here's what you need to know: the goal you have is not the path. The goal sets direction of the path. You want a good marriage? Well, Then the goal is not the path. The path is the interactions that you have with your spouse every day. Are they positive? Are they helpful? Um, and if you're going down the wrong path, you probably learned habits of interacting. It's a hard thing to change habits. But it can happen over time. And you step onto a new path. If you want peace of mind and a positive mindset, then you have to set your mind on things that will bring that. This is especially true if you're, if you're struggling with anxiety, depression. It really matters what you think about. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is noble, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on such things. Yeah. What you set your mind on matters. I know people who uh, get to the first one and say, whatever is true, and they stop there. And so they they know that it's not right to gossip or slander. And so they're not going to say anything that's not true, but you talk with them, and they'll tell you all the dirt about people going back years and years. If you ask them about it, they'll say, well, well, it's true. Maybe so, but it's probably not admirable or lovely or excellent. If you want peace of mind and a positive mindset, then set your your mind on things above. Things excellent, things good. If your default is always to think about negative things, well, that's a pathway. Why don't you step off that pathway onto another pathway where you choose to dwell on good things the way to positive mindset is to take the path one thought at a time. To say it another way, focus on the process, not the goal. Focus on the particular step you're taking, not so much the destination. For now, just focus on the seed that you're planting. Is that the harvest you want to reap? Focus on the seed you're planting with your words, with your time, with your action, with your thought. Life is is really made up of the little decisions. Life is made up of the small habits. Life is more about the journey than it is about the destination. So it's New Year's Day, and we're all on a path or many pathways, if you'd like. We're all sowing seeds. If you're on the wrong path, change directions. Repent. i want to urge you this year to move towards God. If you're not headed that way, change directions. Repent. But here's God's promise to you. For those of you who would Shift pathways who would watch the seeds that you're planting. Here is God's promise to you if you choose to show good seeds. Let us not become weary in doing good. Don't get weary if changing the pathway is hard, if sowing the right seed is difficult, if moving away from habits that aren't going to get you to where you want to be is troublesome. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. You set out on a pathway, and when you set out on a journey, you don't reach your destination the next moment. No, it takes time. Choose good pathways. Let's pray. Lord, it's New Year's Day. Uh, Think of it as a fresh start. Lord, I've got some pathways in my life that, that I want to change, and I want to recognize that I need your help to do that. In these moments, Lord, of silence, we just bring the pathways that we know aren't getting us to where we need to be and would like to change, and we bring those to you in the silence of our own heart. We ask you for help, for direction, for understanding in changing the little steps. In these moments of silence, we would invite you to, to inspire us as we bring those pathways to you. Thank you, Lord, for a chance to reflect on this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us this week on Asbury Free Methodist Broadcast. Make sure to visit our website at asburyfmperth.com, where you can subscribe and never miss a show. If you'd like this broadcast, you might want to check out our Facebook page, Asbury Free Methodist Church. Until next week, take care and God bless.